I'm James Day, and this is Focus on Pocus, a podcast about current trends and topics in the point-of-care ultrasound world. We have had so many varied guests in the field over the past two to three years, but remember, please reach out to us if you have an interesting story to tell that revolves around all things ultrasound. Today's guest, Dr. Trolls Jurgensen, is the chair of the Danish Society for Ultrasound in General Practice, also known as DOS. Trolls. I see you are coming to us across the pond all the way near the tip of Denmark above the city of Aalborg. Yeah, that's right. And uh, thank you for having me. So let's just give everybody a quick bio, just a quick sketch of all your accolades and your career here. You're a general practitioner, uh, which is also known as a family doctor in Valdskal, North Denmark region. Denmark chairman of DOS, a Danish Society for Ultrasound in General Practice. Board member DSAM, Danish College of General Practice, associated to CAMU, Center for General Practice at Aalborg University, Aalborg, Denmark. I don't know how to pronounce that acronym. <laughs> Sounds okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about Albert Camus, the, you know, the famous writer, but I guess it's C-A-M-A-A-U, Center for General Practice. Yeah. Okay. So, Dr. Jorgensen, let's open with your role as the chairman of the Danish Society for Ultrasound and General Practice. So, can you tell us a little bit about what's happening in Denmark with ultrasound in general practice? Yes, um, I'll describe the the doors for you first. We're a nonprofit organization of uh, family physicians in Denmark, and um, we are using a point of care ultrasound in our daily work in, in our group, we, we strive to develop research for ultrasound for family medicine, mm-hmm. and we make educational programs, and we're always trying to make the courses even better and more relevant for the use of ultrasound in Danish family medicine. And uh, then we make uh, quality assurance programs, making sure that we use point of care uh, as a safe way for the patients and for physicians, and also for preventing overdiagnosis. And um, I think... Um, it's very similar. Sometimes some of you do in the in Italias, uh, in the United States, I guess. Mm-hmm. So can you give us just a rundown of the history and the progression of how ultrasound is? I, I know typically most in, in Europe, it's, it's about 10 years ahead of the state. So what's going on in ultrasound and Danish family medicine? Well, the use of ultrasound in Danish general practice has been going on for Quite a lot of years, but it was only back in 2013 when uh, we were a group under the Danish College of uh, General Practitioners. Um, we were asked to explore the possibilities of ultrasound in Danish family medicine. Mm-hmm. And um, so we started from the bottom, exploring basically what kind of ultrasound machines we could obtain for family medicine. We later made recommendations for different levels of machines and uh, we're all think, always trying to look for the, the faster development of the technology. Um, we have uh, explored the fields of uh, educational programs in ultrasound. In the beginning, we, were, we attended different ultrasound courses in uh, Denmark and Norway and other countries, mm-hmm. trying to find our own ways. Uh, the first courses we made were for uh, ER doctors and emergency medicine, but we found too many flashing lights for this. Uh, it's, not, it's not so many flashing lights in, in Danish general practice. Mm-hmm. 
since then, we have tried to make uh, our own courses, talks for Danish family medicine. And we've been lo- working uh, very close together with the research units for general practice in, in Aalborg and trying to find the benefits of uh, ultrasound. We will also have the aim of creating an optimal structure for teaching and learning ultrasound and family medicine. And that is also uh, cooperation with the research unit. And we also have the international corporations, uh, right? Uh, mostly with our neighbors in Norway, but also we've got uh, have cooperations with, for instance, some in the U.S. and Australia. And so, going to that point, uh, you're talking about research uh, on ultrasound in Danish family medicine. Is there any of that research you could share with us? Yeah, actually, I think you just have to mention two names that's very noticeable. Camilla Oker Anderson and uh, Martin Bargensen, they have started most of the works from ultrasound and Danish family medicine. Actually, I was one of the first that made a little article about variations mm-hmm. in the use of point-of-care ultrasound in different European countries. That was back in uh, 2013. Oh, nice. And it was published in 2016. But uh, Camilo, uh, she, she made a PhD on the use of uh, ultrasound in Danish family medicine. And uh, at this moment, there are one or two PhDs, I think, uh, and several other projects. It is both about how do Danish practitioners work with ultrasound, how the structure is, and uh, what are the benefits, and, and to find out if there's any harm of the work they do. Are you involved in any of that? Um, yeah, uh, right now we're making a new course structure for ultrasound. It has been until now, it's more it's one course day and then you go out and scan. And well, mm-hmm. we found out that actually it does uh, it makes it different that you go to a course then you come back after one, a month and then after two months after that. So that you have to go back and scan and then come back and show your skills and refresh it, kind of. Right. And then in between that, we have online feedbacks via Microsoft Teams. And that's, that's quite a new project, actually. So somebody would go to uh, a didactic, they would learn, then they would go back and scan, and then they would return. Yeah to build on that base yeah. and they, they sort of get it in their hands, so to speak, but also know what they're looking at, sonographic findings, differentials and all that. Yeah. We're trying to, to find the optimal way of doing this. And we've been learning from an Australian partner um, that was teaching us how to teach teachers for ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And she said that it's better to have, for instance, five subjects, and then be good at them and then come back and learn another five subjects instead of putting 15, 20 subjects at one time. So we're trying to build it up like that, just as from the bottom. Yes, that seems like a really good approach. So with that, um, can you tell me a little bit how the healthcare delivery system works in Denmark? Is it, um, you know, a lot like England's? Or is it like Canada's or the U.S. or other places in Europe? In Denmark, it's pretty similar to Norway, Scotland, and the Netherlands. We, we compare each other. Mm-hmm. We have our own clinics, and everybody has to go through us before you get to anywhere else. 
you have to get a referral to a gynecologist, to a dermatologist and everything, or to mm-hmm. the to the hospital. So it's very basic. We will get everything. You know, I don't know exactly how it is in the US, but we're we're quite independent of the of the secondary health system. Oh, I see. That is different. Yeah. So uh, back to DOS, your society to further ultrasound and family med. So what do you think are the most common scans that a, a generalist would use? It depends on what you work with. And I should say that female doctors might uh, do more uh, gynecology scans and, and mm-hmm. obstetric scans that male uh, doctors will do probably. It depends on what, what you're interested in, what you work with. A lot of people, especially in men, probably, in, will make a lot of uh, muscle skeletal uh, scans that could be for a knee or for a shoulder or mm-hmm. Achilles tendons and so on. But I think a lot of professors will scan for abdominal, for instance, for uh, gallstones, hydronephosis, and so on. Right. I also use it a lot, a lot for subcutaneous tissues, uh, for abscess versus phlegmone uh, and some lung ultrasound too. That's interesting. I see more and more with general practitioners the MSK component, which can be challenging. Uh, mostly the anatomy side, what you're what you're looking at, you know, we all have a sense of it. But I I see you'd have to have a decent background in MSK. You're not going to probably do a lot of trauma, like say in the ER, obviously. Um, so I guess that would be probably MSK, like you said, abdominal, lung, maybe a quick cardiac, something lo- along those lines. Some practitioners will do a, more of the cardiac ultrasound, but it's. Probably some of the most difficult uh, scans you can do that, and you have to have a lot of scans to be good at it. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to add that we in have, have we have made some uh, what we call action cards, uh, which are simple one pages mm-hmm. uh, describing the use of ultrasound. So that if you've been to a course and you're a little, uh, you said, sh- "Oh, I don't remember how it was with the how to, how to scan for a gallstone," and you had just go into the, we've got them on the webpage. It's called Lehanbon, that's the doctor's medical handbook in Denmark. And we have made some of these action cards so you can just quickly go in and take an overview. Oh, that's how to do what I'm looking for. So that's quite pretty handy. Dr. Jurgensen, it's been great having you here today. I just, uh, before we close here, uh, is there anything you'd like to say out there to the community, ongoing events or things in the works? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I'd like to tell you about that. Uh, we're going to present some of our works from the research studies in Aalborg um, about the ultrasound in, in uh, primary healthcare. Uh, that will be presented in the Nordic Conference for General Practice in Stavanger in Norway this summer. And this Congress, we will have an international workshop about ultrasound in general practice and uh, we'll try to create an, an international network of family physicians with the interest of ultrasound uh, from, from this corporation. So I hope uh, a lot of people will join us. Also, it might come from the U.S., whatever. <laughs> so that would be great. Excellent. That sounds like a, a grand affair that you have your Congress there. And do you know the date about? It's, it's summertime. Uh, June 21 to 23, uh, 2022. Okay. In Stavanger, Norway. Well, Dr. Jurgensen, it was great having you on today's podcast. It's quite an honor. 
We thank you for you and all your team you do to increase patient health. Be safe and have a good summer. Thanks for talking with us today. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me. That was a pleasure. And don't forget for more POCUS style topics, please follow us on Facebook at POCUS Cert Academy and Twitter at POCUS Academy. And you can access Focus on POCUS podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Thanks so much. Thank you.